Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, this week I'm out and about exploring the wonderful world of the second-hand video game and record market. I'm down here in Temple Bar, I'm on Crow Street, and I've wandered into an amazing place. Uh, Ronan Boland is the owner of The Rage and The Record Spot, located here right in Crow Street in Temple Bar. And he's going to give me a tour of this wonderful store. And just before I introduce you to Ronan, I just want to describe what it's like here. I'm down in a cellar. It's a cavern. Uh, It's got vaulted ceilings, a place of curiosity, a place of great interest. And the walls are lined with records. And again, you know, in the old days, when you used to just finger your way through the record selections. On the other side then, there's all retro video games and even some old turntables. So it really is a, a, a majestical place. It's taking me back down memory lane. Country, the largest selection of second-hand cassettes in the country. Um, I think we're pretty much the only place that sells cassette players anymore. Um, and if you're talking about games before 2000, we have the largest selection of them in one place as well. There's a few other shops kind of selling them, but uh, they're spread across about 40 or 50 locations in the country. So we'd be the, the largest kind of concentrated selection of video games in the country. When we look at the world of the video game, its evolution, you've got all sorts of graphics, sound, playing people online now. You know, so clearly the actual experience is probably better now than it was on some of the early games. Or would you argue that? Uh, it kind of depends on your taste, you know. Uh, a lot of the games nowadays are more geared towards uh, kind of graphics and speed and uh, convenience as well. So, I mean, you know, they're focusing on having the best kind of, you know, quality replication of a gun in a video game as opposed to maybe the packaging and the character right. design. and you know, uh, the storyline and all these elements, I suppose, drop off a little bit. I mean, you'd be lucky to even get a physical game these days. A lot of people just download them online. Uh, whereas in the old the old games, you know, you get some posters and a manual, which was pretty much, you know, a 200-page yeah. book on how to play the game. And there was just uh, a lot more craft kind of went into it back in the day. It's probably the same for the records as well now, I suppose, with people consuming kind of Spotify more so than physical media. But... So the personality was really what you're alluding to here, Ronan, around the album, you know, the the uh, record art or sleeve design, all that sort of stuff. Like the importance of that, as well as the actual music. Mm, yeah, well, that's definitely part of the charm of it for me. And it definitely kind of keeps you coming back in a way uh, that you don't really get with kind of a digital media, I don't think, yeah. you know. Uh, for me personally, I started collecting records because if I just listen to music on Spotify, by the time it's not in my recently played, I'll forget about it and I'll, I, you know, I'll never be able to find it again. Whereas if I have the physical thing at home, I'll, you know, you can go back to it again and again. <laughs> Our new love for vinyl, like it's, it's kind of strange, isn't it, that we look backwards and that the growth in vinyl records has been really substantial in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's quite amazing. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone ever expected it to come back at all, um, let alone overtake CDs again, which I think happened about four years ago now. We have, you know, kids as young as 10, 11 coming in. Um, in our old shop a few years ago, we, we had a kid, he was only about eight years old and he was like the biggest swatch. You always had to watch out for him. If he was buying something, it was probably like, had been underpriced usually, you know. Um, yeah, but it's it seems to have kind of captured everyone's imagination and we have, you know, people coming back buying their old collections or like records that their parents bought them you know 60 years ago 
And then we also have people coming in looking for the newest, I don't know, Kanye West album or, you know, whatever contemporary music is kind okay. of going at the time. So tell me then about how you get supply, in other words. So all these al wonderful albums that we see here, and again, it's lovely to see them laid out as they are, A to Z, where you just finger through it, leaf through it. But in terms of getting supply, where do you get your secondhand albums? Years we kind of went around kind of trying to get in touch with people who had records in their attic kind of thing. Or yeah. just, you know, if, if someone who worked in the shop was getting a taxi, they might mention it. And they'd be like, oh, I have a lot of those back home kind of thing. And then you kind of just try and make contact with people who aren't using them. That supply has dried up a little bit. I don't think Irish people really had that many records back in the day. Um, and if they did, what a lot of people listen to is either classical or traditional music, which isn't really the most popular thing now. Um, so where we're kind of at at the minute is actually it's more of almost a record club where most of our records come from people who are kind of, you know, fanatic record collectors. And um, they often want to buy stock that we're getting in off other people. So they'll, okay. they'll drop in huge batches of records that they haven't listened to in 10 years. And we'll give them store credit for those, which is you know, quite a high percentage of what we would sell the records for. And then they pick up new records. So it's almost like it's it's almost more of an exchange and like okay. people kind of sharing and swapping music these days. You might bring back, you know, some albums that you've listened to a number of times and just uh, trade them for different ones, yeah, that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. And then someone else will come in and, you know, they've never heard that album, so they might trade their records for that. Yeah, definitely more of a record club uh, here, almost, I would say, the last three years yeah. since we moved, just because... Uh, yeah, there's no more kind of a gold mine sitting around in, in nice. someone's attic out in Crumlin or something. It's uh, Well, it's let's have a look at some records. Have we got any Pink Floyd here or uh, some old <laughs> prog rock or the things that I'd be interested in? So, oh, here we go. Yeah, absolutely. So we got, we got uh, uh, Trespass. What a wonderful album. Now, looking at this album again, the sleeve brings me back. How much would this retail at? Uh, well, that one we sell for 15 euro. Yeah. Generally, try and keep things as like reasonable as possible. If we can be about 40% to 60% the price of a brand new album, that's kind of a success for us. Here we go. Here's the real prog rock. <laughs> Van der Graaff Generator. Now, there, now we're talking. <laughs> There's not too many fans for that around. Oh, Genesis, The Silent Sun. Uh, from Genesis to Revelation. Look at Peter Gabriel, who's playing, who's playing in Ireland uh, later this month. I'm actually going to see him. Yeah, yeah. Really looking forward, to it. and I'm hoping he's going to play all this older stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. And what else have we got in Prague? Oh, Copter. Yeah. This is kind of another element to the the club mentality, almost where it's say our Prague section in particular is particularly hard to. Uh, maintain because a lot of the people who are into Prague are, they'll be here two or three times a day just making sure they don't miss anything so unless anoraks like wall, me yeah yeah to get the good stuff uh, also worth mentioning as well say this say Jimmy Cake record a lot of our records come from local artists right who wouldn't necessarily be you know fully established and set up with a distributor so they're kind of dropping in their own personal records that they're like personally financing um, so we have like quite a big selection of records right. from just like local Irish artists who are, are slogging away and just like don't have anyone to sell the records for them. So they bring them into us. And then, you know, if there's tourists around who are really into music, they might ask, oh, can you recommend any local bands? And then they have something like really unique to pick from where, you know, a lot of these artists are only getting one to 300 copies of the record made. So 
which is which is like that's that's pretty sustainable it yeah. works for them yeah, yeah, yeah. it means that you can actually you know you don't have to be in the big time to be able to mm, produce a yeah, piece of work sure. yeah and hopefully yeah. The, if you got 300 pieces they'd all sell tell me then about the future of the business Ronan you've got two shops uh, you know you're looking backwards I suppose to go forward because what your mm. what your trade is is on retro it's on vintage it's on nostalgia so is it about maybe more outlets or is it about doing more out of the same uh, two outlets you have well, what's your thoughts about the future it's it's a funny thing where there's a, actually a finite supply uh, of records to actually sell people and um, you know we can only get as many records as people are willing to sell so we're we're, we're kind of restricted by that so I would I would say the future of the business is maybe just like listen to what people want we like we expanded our cassette uh, section hugely recently because people seem to go crazy for success in the last five years. Do you know the way now that they don't put even CD players, never mind cassettes, into cars? Mm, you know, yeah, the fact yeah. that that doesn't happen, that probably influences this trade, does it? Mm, yeah, yeah. We, we actually more or less started off doing cassettes because we knew a lot of people who were buying them because their cars only took cassettes yeah. and it was like, okay, cool, there's a, there's a mark for this and uh, I suppose we're We'll just keep peddling nostalgia yeah. until uh, until we yeah. can't anymore. And you know, you know, there's a lot you you can still trade even if it's a dying market. If you're the only person in it, you know, it's there's a there's a there's a business to be done yeah, there. Yeah, that's probably also important to say. And it's it's not like a, a million dollar business for us in terms of secondhand goods. Yeah. Uh, it's more so that there's like a lot of people who have been collecting records and cassettes for years and, and this is like part of the beat that they walk every day it would be they you know a kid and they come every day after school or they're kind of like older people and this is kind of you know yeah. one of their excuses to get out of the house once a week um we also put on gigs and i suppose again in terms of uh, promoting local artists with the local records same with local cassettes and cds um i think it, it is there is a certain like community aspect to what we're doing and it's not about infinite growth or yeah. you know 10 percent extra profits year over year it's Again, completely. you know there's yeah. nowhere else selling secondhand records to the extent we are i think the next biggest selection is maybe an eighth of what we have at best not even so probably like close to 10 percent of what we have and, and i for me personally it's just i think this is a an important aspect to any say musical musical and cultural scene in a city that like it'd be a really shame to see it go so okay. we're just going to keep doing whatever we need to do to keep going because th this place is kind of important to a lot of people i get your passion that comes through loud and clear and thanks for bringing me down memory lane it's been great to finger through the albums <laughs> and really really just invigorated by it so thanks for doing what you're doing and keep doing what you're doing ronan thanks very much ah fair play it's great having you Bobby. down to business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.